YouTube, what is happening? We are live. At least I hope we're live. Key Pass Collective, first time ever streaming on YouTube. Joined by my friend, Toddy. Toddy, what's happening? All good. All good. Um, the wife is trying to get the kids to sleep um, <laughs> after a s small scare, but all good. <laughs> okay. I have the baby. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about having kids is like, are they just basically perpetually sick? Just always sick? Yep. With one thing or another? Yeah. Yep. And they <laughs> make you sicker. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Nice. Uh, well, listeners slash viewers, if you are here joining us, um, it's because we are testing out our streaming capabilities for this Thursday when we um, will be live commentating and analyzing the Genie League draft. And what's the deal with Toddy? It, it's the, the highest level in the Genie League, right? Yep, it's the okay. Champions Division, I think, okay. or... That, that was its original name. Um, I, they have, they have, I think, uh, like a three or four tier system with relegation, promotion, and all the likes. So um, I'm not sure on the official name. We will know that by Thursday, I'm sure. Yeah. But but there are a lot of um, serious draft um, heavyweights there. So. It's going to be fun. Two of ours. Two of ours as well. Yeah. That should be awesome. Uh, first time ever we've tried to live stream something. So hopefully that works. We'll be able to have the the live draft board up on the screen as we do it. Um, so that'll be really cool. Thursday, and it is at noon Eastern? 11. 11 Eastern. Okay. 11 Eastern, which would make that what time in parts of Europe? Um, I think it's going to be four in, in the UK, Okay. five um, in continental Europe, <laughs> or most of continental Europe. Nice. Well, we've got a few comments. Uh, let's, let's go through some of these before we get to, just let's go through the banter before we get to the actual questions. Um, Prashanth, of course, is here, just says, let's go. I mean, yeah, first Fair. one to... First one to always like our pods when we when we post them on Twitter. So only only right that he would be here. And then of course Ben Chickens. Ben Chickens, seeing you loud and in color. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Pretty solid. Uh he says Flash Mob says why draft anyone from Everton at the start of the season? This is from Ben Chickens. You can see it on the screen now. I mean fair, fair, fair <laughs> points. Um, well, I, I think, um, uh, McNeil is, is, um, as we've seen in today's waiver run is a per perennial draft legend. Uh, but other than that, yeah, um, I can see, I can see most of Everton's players, um, on the wire early, early doors. Um, there is, there is, um, I think, a prevalent, um, thought process behind them signing McNeil and Tarkowski just so that Deitch will be comfortable from October onwards. Yeah. Um, because he'll know he'll know people when he comes in. Um, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. That makes, we, makes sense. We haven't been high on um, old Frank since he came in. There were some um, 
some some form of um, positivity to go around when they when they um, saved themselves from, from from relegation. But I think it was mostly the the other teams sucking more than they did, unfortunately. And <laughs> Technical so, terms. Yeah. yeah. So Technical I don't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Mister Chickens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, that um, that Everton is is a pit is a pit. I'm not going to fall in. Not to mention uh, DCL injury. Did you mention that? I did not. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought there was there was a given. He's oh injured. well, uh, just the fact that he's always injured. That also uh, means Joe. That also means that your your holding of uh, Gray. May have, may have uh, lived absolutely, lived absolutely. Uh, I will not be dropping gray at this point, and not to mention the fact that also um, Solomon Rondon. You may remember when he got a red card last season. Uh, well, he's still serving that suspension, so he's not going to be available either. So it's looking like a false nine situation, which is, is probably he, is he even still on contract? supposedly um yeah i'm looking on premier injuries and he's still still listed so i know i know the legend that is jenk dawson is already gone <laughs> yes yes exactly so um he's he's in there to call up call up on oh my god okay why are we wasting time talking about jenk tosin and <laughs> rondon let's let's get let's get moving along here okay um we got some we got a question from Gavin. If you want to call it a question, it's more of a paragraph. Um, how many players? <laughs> how many players should you draft that you plan on keeping versus how many you'd be comfortable dropping in the first few weeks? How important is having flexibility in your roster week one? Short and sweet for me is going to be like it depends. I mean, it all depends on the players you draft, right? <laughs> got yeah, I think we we touched on this um, last week. When we did when we did uh, the pod with Ryan, and I said that um, part of the reason to go for punts after like round nine, ten ish, is that you are not going to be attached to them to to bring you long term season long value, as opposed to just them being early season punts, and um, that is I think my my um, Two cents on this because I I usually try to have players there uh, drafting who who will <laughs> who will um... <laughs> sorry we are we are just we just saw Sean's comment um, yeah so I I'll, I'll try to try to draft players who I'm comfortable dropping uh, after round nine ish yeah eight, maybe eight even. And it's, those are those are mainly going to be lottery ticket guys, right? So if they don't pay off, are you showing us is, a closet? This is not a closet. It's not this a is, closet. Come on. This is what a middle class Hungarian household <laughs> looks like. That's middle class America now, too, my brother. That's middle class America these days. Um, this all is right. a cl closet under the um, stairs where I live. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Um. Abhinav Gupta saying, hey, glad to see us here. All right, let's 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 move it right along. Um, to wrap up Gavin's question quick, 
Yeah, I mean, it, it depends. Don't go so safe in your draft that you're limiting your upside. Um, but you got to know when you need to let those guys go, especially if you're not going to field the full team week one. Like, you know, don't be ridiculous. Um, we've got a few questions here from Desert Punk. <laughs> right? Let's the first it. one, um, a lot of people are asking, Madison to Newcastle, increase or decrease his value? I think the um, general consensus is that it decreases, but I'd I'd go the other way. I think it. Uh, I'm not going to say it increases, uh, but at at the least it stays the same. I think um, he is he is signed there as a as an inverted right winger, the role that he played at Leicester, um, and. And I think he's he's going to be good there, very good there. I think um, he will have <laughs> he will have a, a, a counterpart of more quality on the other side uh, than Harvey Barnes in the ASM. He will have um, a similarly streaky but similarly capable. Uh, striker up front in in Callum Wilson, so I think I think Newcastle are are on the up and up. Um, so obviously there's some teething issues or or growing pains or whatever you're going to call it. I like that um, teething. But 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 I don't see I don't see his value dropping. I would have I would have had him around where we have him, which is nine to. 14-ish rank yeah um if you if he were uh already confirmed at newcastle um i mean i i don't mind it to be honest i don't know for me i don't feel quite the same way as you where it's going to actually increase his value i don't know that it hurts it all that much especially with lester being the total and utter sort of shambolic mystery that they are right now um not signing players apparently their entire team's for sale like it just doesn't make any sense what's going on there so um yeah it, it seems unsettled at the moment behind behind the doors at leicester and so i'm i'm liking the idea of him at least being at newcastle somewhere where it's things like you said are on the up and up and hopefully he can showcase his talents he's going to lose some set pieces though to uh to trippier definitely that's that's gonna be the main um sort of loss loss of value but i think they'll score more goals and um there will be some um some upward upward trajectory with uh yeah newcastle yeah exactly um yeah i guess the follow-up on that real quick uh from sean um thanks for the support sean you're always there you're always commenting on stuff leaving thoughts you're awesome uh anyway where to what does matters going anywhere do to lester thanks thanks yeah. thanks their value i think matters for fauna and schmeichel leaving would put them squarely in um, relegation threatened territory um on the other hand i would for me kdh would shoot up my ranks well yeah because he would just have to do everything then at that point yeah um okay then speaking of fafana thoughts on him if he signs for chelsea gotta go for a sec oh cool i'll, I'll speak to it you come you come All back right. whenever you're ready i'll speak to yeah. it cheers um 
Okay, I'm going to remove Toddy for a second, guys. All right, cool. Uh, thoughts on Fofana? Well, I have him. I drafted him in a league. And um, not super excited about it at the moment. And that's just because I was hoping to be able to use him week one. And I think if he goes to Chelsea, it'll take a little bit of time to bet in. Um, maybe even just a couple of matches. But still, we're not talking about the, the hit-the-ground-running type of start that we would have hoped for. Um, uh, yeah. It, it's whatever. I mean, in the long run, it's going to be better, I think, for his value. Uh, in the short run, make sure you have other options on draft day um, that you get or bring in from waivers. Uh, there's a lot of actually really, really good waiver guys this week uh, as far as defenders go. We'll talk more about that in the actual podcast. But um, yeah, uh, overall, meh. I mean, better slightly, I suppose, for me. Um, okay, let's see. One more from Desert Punk. Does Jota's value increase because he just extended his contract with Liverpool? I, sure. I mean, I don't know how it could increase a whole lot more. I'm already super high on him. Um, I think he's going to be fantastic. I think he's going to slot in for uh, everyone in that front line. Uh, he'll be a super sub, but he'll also start plenty of matches. Uh, I'm hoping for mm, 20... I'm going to say 23 to 25 starts. Um, that's just, even if you're just rotating that front line, okay, you sit, now you sit, now you sit, now you sit, bring him in. Uh, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping worst case scenario, I don't know, 20 starts, something like that. But I don't think he's an every week starter, unfortunately. I don't think that's changed just because he signed a contract. Um, okay, moving right along. Keen Lewis Potter, KLP, worth a punt? Absolutely. Absolutely worth a punt. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. Don't expect anything right away. If you look at most, um, if you look at most Brentford analysts, uh, experts, even just people close to the team, you're gonna see Yoan Wissa or Wisa uh, in there for the uh, for for that first week in terms of like the starting lineup and that's probably going to be the case i think klp is going to take again some time to bet in just like most cases he's an exciting prospect that's for sure and i think a lot of people who are familiar with him and and familiar with what he's done in the championship they um they're saying that yeah he's he's got it in in his locker to, to do incredible things and they're thinking that he'll probably take that spot within i don't know of the first like 10 games but again you have to be willing to to hold him so it's up to you you know do you want to do a little bit of a gamble a little, you know swing for the fences if so then then sure yeah go for it uh, i like him as a late rounder don't go too early somebody in a couple of drafts that i've been in uh somebody took him in like round eight or something and it's just like no there's there's so much more talent that could be had um at those rounds uh, Toddy, Toddy's still not back. Although I did see his daughter in the frame for a moment, uh, so there must be <laughs> must be some some health slash going to bed issues. But it's cool. You got me for the time being. All right, uh, <laughs> Robbie, <laughs> Robbie, what round do we think Genie will draft Ellie Alley? Man, um, uh, the sky's the limit, right? Uh, it's probably not going to be first because Genie loves uh, Kane too much. There, uh, I think he has Kane number one right now. By the way. Overall, I'm pretty sure he's moved Kane up to number one in his rankings. Uh, and so, what round? Honestly, you, 
has anybody watched Everton preseason? I mean, I'm sorry if you have, but <laughs> has anybody watched Everton preseason? Because they um they they've been subbing him in for DCL. I'm I'm not lying. Like they have been subbing him in and and trying him at forward, which is insane to me. Uh, but there is a slight possibility with DCL's injury, whatever it is, um, that we see Delhi start up top for Everton week one, which is ridiculous. But um, there is a, a decent chance. If he's on your waivers, I'm not going to say pick him up, but if he's on your waivers, maybe worth just keeping an eye on. Um, Delhi's been pretty good as a striker, says Matthew Stevenson. Um, like in, in the preseason, you mean, or, or previously in a false nine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got you. Got you. So he's not like, he's not like a true number nine jumping, jumping yards in the air and trying to head the ball in the goal. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, okay. Well like, yeah, in preseason. Okay, cool. Uh, like I said, it's worth a shot. Uh, if you're hard up for, for forwards, which many people are this year, forwards are hard to come by. Um, if you're hard up for forwards and you want to take a shot on Delhi, not that he's going to play as a forward in your team, but um, potentially on the field he will. So anyway, week one, there you go. All right, still don't see Toddy back. We're going to keep moving. Let's see. David's football talking games. <laughs> Amazing name. Uh, are you doing your draft on live? Yes. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm just, yeah, yes. Uh, okay, cool. Here we go. Prosh, how dare you? I'm not going to give away any privileged information. Um, yeah, but you also pick right before me on the other, on the other side of the coin. So I'm sure we'll take each other's picks plenty of times. Uh, but I'm not I'm not gonna tell you all my sleepers. So you can go ahead and log off if you think that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm just playing with you, man. Thanks for coming, by the way. Um, all right. Dinier versus Jota. Uh I'm Magnus, I'm guessing you're asking like at that point in the draft. Dinier versus Jota. Um it's Jota for me. Too much upside there. Too much um too much war to like wins above replacement, just too, too much, too much upside, massive, massive upside. So yeah, I mean, even with the injury, even with all that, if you can get him late in the fourth around, which is when, uh, Dini has been going, I, I like that. Uh, so yeah, I mean, yeah, Dean, that's a tough one. That's a really, really tough call to be honest. Jota, I guess is my, my official answer, but know that I'm torn. All right, uh, let's see. <laughs> Jose, Bilva, my love, staying or leaving? Um, staying, if you, if I had to guess, staying. Uh, I think that exactly like some commented online, I think maybe even Sean was saying this online. Um, I think it's I think it's a power play. I think that's just uh, I think that's just Barca trolling. But um, you never know. Suddenly they have. 700 million euros that they can just play with like who I have no idea where all this money's coming from. Um, some kind of shady backroom stuff. 
but legitimately they're like selling off portions of this and selling off portions of that. And so it's like, Oh, suddenly someone pops up to buy a portion of their, what like streaming company for their website rights or something for like a hundred million. It's just like, okay, well, whatever money, money slash FFP doesn't mean anything anymore. Um, okay. That is that aside. Follow up on that. What would you do with him now? You got to hold. If you, if you trade him now, you're trading at value less than you drafted him, which if, if it looks like he's staying, which it does, at least for now, you're holding. There's nothing else you can do with that. Magnus, welcome back. Do I think Sinistera is nailed on at Leeds? Well, once he's healthy, yeah. Um, and that is going to be... Hold on one second. Um, that is going to be some time here. Hold on, it looks like Toddy's back. Are you back? I think so. Nice. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, we were just talking about Sinistera. Magnus had a question whether or not he's nailed. And I said, uh, yes, but he needs to get healthy first. So the, the latest information we have, this is according to premierinjuries.com, is that his return date is now 821. And that being it's a hamstring, it that could be even a week or two after that. Um, so getting back to full fitness, as you know, Americans know through watching Pulisic for all the years that we have now, uh, getting back up to full fitness after soft tissue injuries is tricky. Yes. So if you, if you are looking for comparisons, I, I'd compare him in uh, production and in nailedness um, due to injury to like first first season ASM mm. similar similar profile of player similarly gonna be targeted a bit um very burst of pace um dribbly boy um type of type of guy so so I, I'd expect this this first season to be um a bit a bit more injury riddled than than his history might suggest just just due to the step up in in the quality of divisions and and so on but i think when he's healthy he'll be he'll be nailed on depending on that that period being a, a good period for leads or a or a bad period but i think he'll be he'll be value um, whenever he plays. So you just have to wait it out. I think this is not the first hamstring injury or first soft tissue muscle injury that he'll get this season. So just keep that in mind if you're still um, before your draft or keep that in mind if you have drafted him or are looking to trade him in. Yeah. That, yep, I think. And also in the meantime, in the meantime, um, Rodrigo is a sneaky, a sneaky ad. Uh, so yeah. if you can, if you can hit, hit that up, he's been traditionally, he's been pretty good, but he just had trouble nailing down the role. So if you want a decent streamer, check him out. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think, um, the one thing with leads players is that, um, 
you can't really um, base your valuations for them or their nailed onness, if there that is a word. Um, it is now based on based on what they were or how they performed under Bielsa. So maybe that that eight games or something like that at the end of last season gave you a hint. But I think the first four or five games under March after a full preseason is going to be much more um, indicative of, of how how they will perform. Yeah. Um, Drafttopia, welcome, man. Thanks for joining us. I loved your appearance on Banta Boys. Nice job. Um, and what you've been doing for the community recently. So cheers, man. Uh, he's asking, as you can see, Toddy, what are we doing with Chelsea wingbacks? Cucurella incoming possible. Another right side, right wing back. Uh, honestly, for me, I mean, I'm saying I'm steering clear, but I, I'm I'm ignoring the upside, and I I'm aware of that. Like, but I'm just I'm just gonna do it. But I'm probably gonna lose out to Joel having like a forty pointer against me several weeks. Yeah, I think I think um, I'm I'm in the same boat. I've I've been quite vocal about uh, my. Um, Reese James fears, uh, and this off season has not done any anything major to to offset or or to to calm my fears of him starting uh, a fair few games in centre back position. Um, I I'm very skeptical about about um, Chelsea's um, signing power. It's is a very same very very strange situation for me with Kukureya. Um we know that City have the money we know that Pep wants him we know that they have identified him as a target we know that they've sold Zinchenko um, thinking they will get him and then City get priced out of a deal it, it just doesn't add up to me um, and when you when you compare Chiki Bergestar Bergestayan, or what's his called? What's he called? The um, city um, director of football, and his his uh, background in Barcelona and whatever, to Todd Bowley's um, um, non-existent European football knowledge and and um, strings. I think it, it's it's just it is strange to me to see that this can happen that city lose out to chelsea the only way that this happens is if chelsea offer like a ridiculously um increased amount of money as opposed to what city offered which could still happen um it's not only the oil rich that are rich um but yeah i think i'm steering clear as well Joe seems to have gone now. Am I the head honcho? Okay, fair. Uh, so yeah, I think I think uh, uh, I'm steering clear of Kukurea as well as other Chelsea wingbacks. Um, I'll try to work this. Um, one sec. Give me a minute to try to get a question on the screen. Hmm. 
Hi. Hi. Okay, sorry. Um, my internet crashed or something. That was weird. I was not able to. Um, do anything. <laughs> uh, that's one. That's one thing we'll we'll figure out or we'll tweak because you should have admin uh, access. So like, hopefully, ideally, both of us can do that. We'll see. Anyway, that's why this is a that's why this is a test run. Um, all right, what do you have? Like ten minutes left, Toddy? Around, yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so in my absence, did you finish with the uh, wing Chelsea wingbacks? Yep, yep. That, that, <laughs> is, that is done. Awesome. Um, all right, a lot of people just saying hey, which we love. Um, a lot of names we've seen a whole bunch. Um, Akash saying hey. Fantrax Fox, of course, is here to troll you about getting Skamaka for twenty. <laughs> um, um, so yeah. that's that's pretty I was, solid. I was trying to get Benji to um, to agree to a higher bid, but um, to no avail. I'm only a I'm only an assistant manager there. I'm only a Carlos Quiroz, if you will, <laughs> to to Benji's Sir Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what happens. Uh, I think we'll see him on the wire before he makes it big. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, this is Ibby at Ibby343. He is, what's happening, man? Thanks for joining us. He's asking, as you can see on the screen, who's going to play the most minutes? Foden, Mares, Grealish. Your, pretty, your pep crystal ball. I'm pretty confident it's going to be Foden uh, mm. out of those. Um, Mares has not played, has not started more than 21 games, I think, in his city career. And a year older, um, maybe a year wiser, doesn't mean that he's going to be more effective. I think um, I'm on, I've heard our own Ibi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, say say that um, that uh, Phillips is being um, looked over by by us, and he thinks um, that we have um, we, we could see Phillips start more, um, and that would mean Bernardo Silva can deputize uh, at right wing back as well as uh, Mares instead of. Um, Jesus, who played there a bit last season, so I think they are they have the numbers uh, up front uh, to to be able to rotate enough so that there is no clear um, sort of beneficiary from the Sterling and Jesus sales. Uh, but I think Foden has matured and has has taken uh, the steps necessary f- uh, each season to 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 become a driving force, uh, and he won't be. Won't be stuck at false nine a lot, uh, which which kind of diminished his value. Uh, he'll he'll be on the wing or in the um, Bernardo Silva type role next to KDB. So I expect him to outscore the other two pretty comfortably. Fair enough. Um, that's interesting. That's interesting. I think my official answer on this one is actually Mares. Hmm. Most minutes or most starts or most starts. most starts. Yeah, I guess he nice. has minutes. Yeah, but most yeah most starts for me. I just I worry that Grealish and and Foden are gonna flip flop. They're gonna be rotated, the two of them. I mean, Silva and Mares could be rotated on the right wing. 
Oh, easily. Similarly. Or Alvarez. Alvarez can play on either wing as well. The the thing about that is though, like where normally I'm I'm pretty adverse to a lot of city assets. I'm not scared off by any of them this year because of the the threat, the quote unquote threat of of rotation. Because there are fewer bodies there now, so I'm actually happy to take to take city guys this year. That is coming from the official city non drafter, so mm-hmm. I'd I'd heed that advice. You can call me a hater if you want. That's fine. Um, Strong words for such a (laughs) family-friendly pod. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Let's see. What else do we have? Um, Oh, did you see um, Fantrax Box's comment? Rashford to outscore Jota. I I didn't even register that. I did see that. I I will take the bet. If we're we're doing a bet, I will take it. Yeah, same here. Donation to charity or something. Um, Let us know on, on Twitter, Fox. All right. Let's see. Abinagupta. Nunez looks very solid, but would a fully fit Jota take minutes off of him? I sort of already talked about this when you were gone. Um, and the answer was yes. The answer I is yes, it's... but also, like, I think it's there's a lot going to be a lot of rotation going on. I don't know that there's going to be a, a nailed um, front three at all. And yeah. I think what people are failing to recognize, I know you're not, Toddy, is the fact that Bobby is also going to take minutes off of Nunez. Exactly. And Nunez can play on the left, so can Jota. So I think the the thinking of Diaz and Salah being nailed on and the other three fighting for one spot is flawed a bit. I think uh, Salah is the only one who's nailed on and he has... He has one more body to relieve him as opposed to previous seasons. So I think I think um, even he might be able to get more rotation time, but that's beside the point. I think <laughs> he's still nailed on for 35-plus starts. Um, all the rest, I, I, I think we're looking more like... Uh, a city lineup, not not um, twenty one starts like Mares or something yeah. like that, but but below twenty eight for all all of them. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, Maddie Stevenson. Thoughts on Perisic? Would you prefer him or McGinn? This is not close to me. Tell me. McGinn. Um. Same here. Okay. I was I was off I was off McGinn, um, and we had um, was it a draft or a, a mock that we did with with uh, Ryan, and he told me to have a look deeper, um, and I did, and now I'm on McGinn, and uh, I think the second defensive midfielder who came in. Um... This is my wife. She's sitting right next to me. I, I can attest. Um, he is very handsome. Taddy's seen me in person. Yeah. Yep. yep. Long live Lisbon. Even, even more handsome in person than <laughs> on YouTube. Anyway, uh, okay. So yeah, I, I have been higher for more minutes and not more points per start, uh, but definitely more minutes and more starts. Yeah. I I'm I'm nervous. I'm nervous about Parasitch. I'm nervous about um, I. 
people say he's not injury prone. He's missed something like, I don't know, I think it was 17 starts in the last three years, three seasons, which isn't terrible. But um, I'm just nervous about about Conte, you know, bringing people off at half. Um, I'm I'm really nervous about Conte using all of his five subs like every week. I just think yeah. it's going to happen. So I'm 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 a little bit nervous about any of these Spurs wingbacks because the moment that you're not performing up to Conte's standards, you're gone from that from that match. It's like there's no there's no trying to right the ship. He's just he's done. He's lost patience. You're out. We saw this time and again with Royale. We saw this time and again with Regulon. I know that Paris is just better than both of them, uh, particularly Royale. But uh, still, you know, you get you get the idea. Yep. How about one last one, Toddy? Yep, go on. All right, um, Sean. Sean. Okay, hold on. I'll get Sean. I'll give you your. I'll give you your your minute on Perisic. Um, Thirty-five starts last year, eighty minutes per start. Okay, then go back the year before when he was under Conte, and then give me those same numbers. Wait. All right, Stephen Terrence D. What's up, man? How's it going? Long time um, podcast follower slash uh, interactor on on Twitter. Appreciate having you here, man. Lingard, how close to West Ham fan tracks does he get? <laughs> oh, fan tracks form. Sorry, how close to West Ham, West Ham fan tracks form? Not not close for me. If if he like he was performing at like mid top five mid levels at at West Ham due to the goals and assists, I think we have ranked him around around six seven Joe uh, in our oh, final okay. consensus ranks. Yeah. And I think, I think he'll be decent. I think he'll be, he is an upside pick there. So if you're looking for um, a player who can, who can get you the 20, 25 pointers um, every third game week um, in round six or seven, then he's, he's your, he's your guy. But otherwise I don't see it. I don't see how, um, the players around him are just not that good as <laughs> as they were at West Ham, and yeah. and that that does um, impact his production as well. Yeah, yeah, I man, and they have a really really tough start. Um, we have, I mean, Gavin's Gavin's here right now watching. Uh, he sent us a tweet today of uh, like a forest commentator slash insider whatever who didn't even have Lingard in their best 11. So like, I mean, I don't know what their expectations of him are. Um, for now I'm tempering mine. That's for sure. But I'm happy to draft him and whatever. I, I'm not going to reach for him, but I'm happy to draft him in, you know, the rounds you mentioned. Yeah. 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 Cool. All right. Well, let's go ahead and, and let you, are, are you, did you confirm whether or not it's sickness or if it's just restlessness for your child? Well, um, both. I think we they were at the pool today, and there there's um, this plant next to the pool that they had. They were playing with other kids uh, that um, the the leaves of the plant were were like. Um, medicine and someone was sick and someone had to eat it and whatever and she <laughs> she she might she might have consumed uh some some of the um leaves of oh the, no 
<laughs> of the plant. So I th uh, that's that's my suspicion that that uh, that made her um, sick. But I, th I think she will be okay. Hopefully. I hope I hope Ben Chickens is is still here because that's that story is right up there with upstairs toy downstairs toy for me. That's it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Just eating random plants because they're they're quote unquote medicine. That's great. Well, that's what three three and a half <laughs> year olds do. So, I love it. I love it. All right. Well, everybody, come back. Uh, not to this live stream, but the one that we're going to post later. Uh, come back on Thursday as um, I'm. I might be here, but for sure, Toddy and uh, Robbie will be to live commentate and analyze and probably throw some shade slash. Um, criticize picks in the genie league in the, in the championship division. That's going to be incredible. So Thursday at, you said it was 11 Eastern, right? 11 AM Eastern. Okay. Yep. 11 AM Eastern. And yep. aside from that, thank you to everybody who showed up. I think we were up in like the twenties in terms of viewers, um, at one point in the stream, which is so cool. That's awesome. Very cool for yeah. us not advertising it and, our first um first <laughs> yeah. one and me fucking off for a <laughs> <few> minutes <laughs> um yeah we appreciate all of you thanks so much community um we love you you're the reason we do this we'll talk to everyone soon cheers yeah.